Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, y'all, from websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform where you can build a gorgeous online presence and run your business all in one very simple-to-use interface. There are no hidden fees or price hikes, and all websites are optimized for mobile as soon as you get started, and it is so simple to get started. You can pick out one of their design templates and use drag-and-drop tools to make it your own. I've used it. Kid Fury's used it. We use it on thisistherea.com, like anybody can use Squarespace. So if you're ready to get started, go to squarespace.com slash read to start your free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, use offer code read to save 10% off your first purchase. Let them know we sent you and let's move on. Pause with Sam J is HBO's new half hour original talk series created by comedian and SNL writer Sam J and insecure showrunner Prentice Penny. The show features a new approach to late night conversations and plunges into the cultural issues that divide us by giving everyday people a chance to say what they really think. Join Sam each week as she hosts a party at her apartment that you don't want to miss. She and her guests candidly explore current issues from the topics that make us laugh to the topics that make us fight and everything in between. Check out Pause with Sam J. It is streaming now on HBO Max. Now let's start the show. It begins to tell. Round midnight, midnight, I do pretty well till after sundown. Supper time, I'm feeling sad. But it really gets bad around midnight. Mm-hmm. Memory that I don't know how the rest of it goes. But hey guys, it is around midnight, and this is, is the show <laughs> that you listen to. I I I'm Uzo Adubo's perfect skin. Uzo Adubo's perfect skin. Right. I know. Perfect. That's correct chocolatey brown skin i cannot wait to check her out on that hbo show um in treatment in treatment it's on my list just started it yeah i and it has come highly recommended so can't wait for that but yes i am um blanca evangelista mother of the year (laughs) Mm -hmm. period and this is the read absolutely oh 
And that was oh. it for Pose. Live. Wow. Mm. You know, I love when the girls wrap it up and they're like, we're done. We've told our story. We are finished. We are taking, you know what I mean? Okay. I'm all for the girls. Um, I'm not going to visualize <laughs> what I just watched happen at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't even. I will not do that again. Do you want to just share with no, everyone what's going on on your side of the? I would not, but yes, I having feel a bed? telling no nope, telling telling um our stories okay. and wrapping it up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Pose, for all that you've done in storytelling and um educating and entertaining and moving us with our emotions and introducing us to amazing talents. And representing so much of us and uplifting and putting the, or at least parts of the culture on display. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, all of that. I love, love, love Pose. Sad to see it go. Let's continue with some Black excellence. So first and foremost, I'm going to give a quick shout out to two amazing Black women. First, Aretha Duarte. She's the first Black Latin American woman to climb Mount Everest. She began began training for this hike, trek, climb, feat, achievement. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. This feels like something that should, it needs like a big word specific for this. But she started training 12 and a half months ago. This feels like something that you train for a little bit more than a year. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like a year to a lot of people would be like, yeah, sure, that's a long time. But I don't know. I've like read and watched documentaries about Mount Everest climbs. And you'll die. You will just flat out die. You'll just die. Yeah, and, and very so, like that's very frequent. <laughs> yeah, it, it happens. Like they go up there, check for bodies. It's like not even, you know, it's not going to the dog park. So (laughs) (laughs) anyone who has been able to accomplish this, as many people attempt to do year in and year out, um, probably deserves at the very least a shot and a pat on the back. So to you, Aretha, I can't buy you a shot, but, or give you a pat on the back. (laughs) But that's what this is, what this is about. So shout out to her and to Brazil. She's Brazilian, apparently. I don't speak any Portuguese. I wish I did so I could say something like fun and um Yeah. Even congratulations. Uh, like unifying. I don't even know the basics, sister. Literally nothing. <laughs> and I watch like a lot of Brazilian gay porn, so you'd think, but no. Wow. Um All but right. congratulations. We are sharing this week. <laughs> again to Aretha. Um, also, Simone Biles, just continuing to defy gravity, to have superpowers, um, and I don't know, to be better than Jean Grey? I really don't know. (laughs) Simone Biles flies. Um, and so, she is now the most decorated gymnast in history. She just won her seventh U.S. title at the U.S. Gymnastics Championship in Fort Worth, Texas. 
She won the women's all around with 119.65 points. And I saw... Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show clips of all kinds from her um her performances and her flips and dips and tricks in regular time to slow motion uh commentary no commentary the girls are they can't take but we are all entertained and we're loving uh, the example that she's setting. And personally, I just like watching people do flips and things that I will never in my life try. Because honestly, at 33, getting me to do a round off is, yeah, no. is an achievement. Yeah. I can barely do the kindergarten shit. Because I, I don't want to go out that way. <laughs> I mean, and this is bad bitchery even for gymnasts. Like, it's a reason that... Yeah. Yeah. Other people can't do this. And I saw a yeah. tweet earlier today that said that she has not placed lower than first since 2013, which is just the most insane wow. thing I've ever heard in my life. Like <laughs> two months before good. I moved here. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like 
for as long as we have been doing this show, Simone Biles has been. Yeah, basically. Like, yes. There's just nothing. She is the read. Just there's you cannot overstate her impact. Okay, so this week in Hot Tots, Those Who Wish Me Bread, starring Angelina Jolie. Um, I hate you. <laughs> little Steven Useyverse has decided that he is a crystal gem no more. <laughs> oh, you're wearing a Steven Universe shirt. I am. So, you know, this is Stevani. So, yeah, it is. With. Steven and Connie. So, you know, not possible, but also adorable. Sure. Yeah. Because <laughs> who cares? <Merch. laughs> right. Well, uh, uh, we've talked extensively about little Uzi Vert, Uzi Vert and his decision to put uh, a $24 million pink rock in the middle of his forehead. <sighs> boy, right. <laughs> um, you know, and prayed it around on social media. Well... I've been wondering when the good Lord would say enough. And apparently he has. <laughs> um, because according to recent photos that Steven Uziverse has uploaded or shared with us, or that his girlfriend that I prefer, JT, has uploaded and shared with us, uh, we ain't seeing no, no pink diamond in the middle of his face no more. Mm-hmm. So it seems as though the Crystal Gem era may be coming to an end, which I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. Because every time I saw him, I wanted to just be like, <clears throat> come live with us in the <laughs> palace. There's a room waiting for you. Right. Come on, come on, <laughs> come on. Just let us adore you. Yes, we know that you're not her, but you are hers. You are what it meant to love her. And you remind us so much of her. Mm-hmm. Um, all I right. see it, well, but I think, I think the lease expired. <laughs> oh, yeah. The <laughs> they were like, that's Instagram like, shit was yeah, cute. So Give us our fucking rock back. Right. It's been 48 days and it's over. <laughs> At this point, I don't... I'm not convinced that it wasn't stuck to his head with an adhesive. Like, I feel like there was... You know, like, them, like, arts and crafts rhinestones and stuff (laughs) that they have, like, a little... Like, you Mm -hmm. peel a little plastic off the back and then it's sticky. Right. And then you just put it on whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm now starting to... Like, how do I know that that's not what this was? Well, he was bleeding. You are. Oh, right. I was going to say, I actually think yeah. you just cracked the code, but you're right. We did see, which yeah, they further were. begs the question of like, what doctor agreed to this? Because yeah. <laughs> I just feel like your forehead is a place you really try not to bleed from, you know, like a doctor is not going to do that to you unless it's medically necessary. And this, this troll moment was not that. So yeah, it's bizarre. Um, Ooh. But I'm glad it's over. <laughs> yeah, Uzi and his doctor clearly watched, watched a lot of WandaVision. And I'm glad that we have come back to real reality because it's chaos magic, Wanda. It's not... Mm. All right, I'm going too deep. Okay. The thing is, um, I'm happy that his face seems to be mostly organic again. And um, come on, mostly. You know, I'm happy for JT because she tired of y'all coming for her. 
and I mean, bullying her or whatever. She could about, just not I guess this nigga do this. <laughs> now what? Do like him? she's I mean, no, she could have her man and just not give a fuck what people have to say about it. Um, I don't I don't know why that option is escaping her. Do it, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why she won't just like, if these hoes are so irrelevant and they don't matter and their opinion ain't shit and all that, why are you so pressed every time they express an opinion? This is what I don't I understand. Mean, well, the peanut gallery matters to a lot of people. But see, you swear they up and down they them. don't. It can't be both. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying that people don't lie. I'm just saying... <laughs> <laughs> there's that okay yes thank you for the clarification (laughs) well the stallion's back and other news oh yes i loved that little teaser video that she posted sure megan the stallion (gasps) um (laughs) no so i think we discussed i don't remember if we talked about it she you know, announced that she was going on a hiatus not too long ago mm-hmm. and had like, you know, these this graphics made after the about after the going. Yes, yes, yes. About her regenerating and, you know, taking some time because the hot girl lifestyle is strenuous or whatnot. And so she's come back to Instagram with another Mortal Kombat Ghost in the Shell ass video where she's in like a cryogenic chamber or whatever mm-hmm. and then Sita from Sita's world um hits uh <laughs> bitch sidebar <laughs> do you know that Sita is the host of that crazy show you told me about what crazy show Sita is the host of that let's put a bunch of R&B girls from the early 2000s in one house there's a host of that yes and it's Sita from Sita's world no it isn't <laughs> google it I fucking no. dare you to google it no, I'm not going to. If I could remember the name of that show, I would I Google it right know. now. No, I don't want to know. I'm going to just... Either that or somebody's playing a happen. horrible trick on me. No, BT show hosted Cedar. No, that's no, fine. I no like one I needs further information. Mm. No, it's fine. Anyway, it is okay. I'm saying I think Sis is booked. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so... Well, Megan, you know, was in her cryogenic chamber and she... Uh, was shown to be recharged on uh, a display that showed all of these different levels coming back to life and and full vitality levels such as her mental health, body, bars, knees, confidence, and her Tina Snow. The caption on this video said, I'm back hotties, address me as Miss Snow. Tina Snow being one of her um, rap alter egos, uh, famous for being a part of the project that gave us Big Ol' Freak, mm. along with some other um, 2018 <laughs> Megan tracks. Um, since then, we've gotten some photos of her in a bikini and a tease to a new song she's got coming out on Friday called Thought Shit. <laughs> Because it's Megan the Stallion. And the cover of the single is... And it's June. <laughs> it looks like um, Jigsaw in the in the beginning of the first Saw movie. 
and then a whole bunch of now stripper you know shoes. I don't know that. <laughs> well, they do. Someone else does. The cover of the single is Jigsaw from Saw One, and then some stripper heels and white toes and cereal. Are white? Are white? Is white finger? Uh, not finger. Is white toenail polish like, um, like red bottoms, but like like white tops? Kind of. Where it's just, I mean, except way more accessible, so way more people are abusing it. But mm. yes, <laughs> they're very similar. And it's strange because white toenail polish has been around for forever, but all of a sudden it is just the only color the girls will get. So It's boring. I mean, when everybody has it, yes. But I mean, I can't say I don't paint my toes, so I should shut up. This has nothing to do with me. This isn't my culture. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not, paint your toes whatever your you culture, want. But like, I just, I, I, I mean, I feel the it same way goes with because it is everywhere. But yeah, that's the thing. It does look good at the same time. And it, it goes does with go anything. With everything. So you don't have that's to worry about thing. your polish. Looks good, not necessarily. Fashion or whatever. <laughs> like, looks good. Not truly. <laughs> Nearly impossible to clash with other things. Absolutely. Because it's white. Okay. I mean, I like it, but yeah, it's everywhere. It's the only thing anybody is getting. Well, if you're looking for new records from The Stallion, The Stallion, you've only got till Friday to wait um, for some thought shit. I guess Megan was like... <laughs> You thought I wasn't coming out for a song in the summer. You yeah. were incorrect. Because the hiatus part of it feels almost non-existent. It was like five weeks ago that she was like, bye. I mean, um, yeah, it's that. And it's also, I feel like she, the only thing we didn't get was like new music. But I have still seen Megan like on social media. I feel like multiple times a week. So. Well, she said, or they had in that initial, she's taking a break message Oh, her team or her label is taking over her social media oh, in her okay. absence. I must didn't see so, this. Yeah, and that first little, oh, she's going away. Um, this is, you know, Young Justice slash Beetleborgs, <laughs> whatever that clip was. They were like, yeah, her label is taking over her media, her social media. So that was probably what that was um, while she was, you know, doing her thing. Gotcha. I say, you know, it doesn't necessarily feel like a huge break. At the same time, it, I assumed that her taking a break was for mental health purposes mm -hmm. um, and, you know, to, I don't know, exercise and have sex with her boyfriend or whatever. And five weeks seems like plenty of time to do that. So mm -hmm. if she's good, I'm good. I'm happy for you, girl. And I hope the song's a bop. Yeah, I was literally just thinking that exact same thing. Like, five weeks is not much of a hiatus. But <laughs> if I took five weeks off right now from everything... And just hello on myself, my hello. God in heaven. May I have the five way I hours? Glow the fuck up. <laughs> I will take for I will take five hours. I can't even imagine a five week break from everything that I have to do. So <laughs> I would probably mentally crack by day like eight, where it's just like, oh, you mean I don't have to do anything? <laughs> what? That doesn't like, make sense. Still, That's I not confused. Like, still, I don't. And I can just come back when I feel ready. What? Yes. Yeah. Y'all would literally have to kick me out of your homes and be like, you don't have to do anything. Go home and sleep. <laughs> right. Just go home and, and take care of yourself. And she did include in that video, like, 
Mental Health Reloaded was its own. Yeah. <laughs> that was its own line item. Like, yeah. Mental health is together, girl. Just like body and knees was separated. Like, yeah, they all important together, but still. And so, right. I'm glad for yeah. her that she that she had that break. And I, too, hope that it is a bop because it's perfect, like Song of the Summertime. So I hope she gets it. Lots of headlines going around about Mariah Carey and Jay-Z possibly beefing. Story goes that Mariah Carey has left the management team over at Rock Nation that she's been working with since, I think, for the past three and a half years. Yeah. So, the story's had it that, you know, they had this huge, fiery, explosive argument in the Rock Nation offices where she stormed out and said, fuck you, I don't know, whatever. Um, and she left Rock Nation. Well, Mimi tweeted today, the only explosive situation I'd ever get into with Hove is a creative tangent, tangent <laughs> such as our number one song, Heartbreaker. <laughs> How could you not love this bitch? <laughs> To the people who make up these lies, I say poof, Vemu, son of a bitch. That's not even the song she's talking about. But it doesn't even matter. (laughs) It doesn't. She then also attached Jay-Z's whole ass verse Mm -hmm. from the Heartbreaker video. Which is so good. So I mean, terrible, misogynistic as shit, but it's so good. Great song, great video. You know, acting for Mariah. There's a whole action combat scene, fight mm-hmm. choreography. All of it is um, iconic. It's her. It's Mariah. It's yeah. Mariah. It's it the is. Carrie. It's MC. It's Mimi. It's the <laughs> Emancipation. <laughs> it's really good. I mean, it is an, an excellent video. So I'm not mad at it. But at the same time, I was it's like, of course, of Mariah turned this into a... Well, since y'all want to bring up me and Jay-Z, let me remind you of all of my number ones. This is, mm. you know, don't forget about this one as well. With Jay-Z. Every chance that Enjoy she gets it. to remind you that she has a, a number mm-hmm. one, she will. <laughs> Every single time. like That's the number one song that everyone has that to their credit. <laughs> but A number one is very hard to get. Like, mm. I just, Of all of the songs, mm-hmm. to be number one, not everyone can do that. Except if you're Mariah Carey. But anyway, yeah, I love her. <laughs> I do too, because it's like I really appreciate diva attitude from people who have earned diva status. Yeah, from someone who deserves it. Right. Instead yeah. of just some regular ass bitch on Instagram hollering like you Mariah Carey. Like, please stop. Mm-hmm. This woman has actually earned the right to act like this. And so I eat yeah. it up from her every time. Please never stop. Yes, please. And you hoes really are bored too. Like, why? What was the point? What was the reason? I mean, it does seem as though she has split with Rock Nation. She's not listed on their their uh, website anymore, their roster and things like that. But I guess they did at least separate amicably. You know, she and Jay-Z do go back and whatnot. Maybe he didn't like Get the Fuck Out either. I mean, <laughs> she didn't like Get the Fuck Out. Someone didn't like Get the Fuck Out. Someone agrees <laughs> with you. I disagree with them. It is what it is. We're, it's, we're at a standstill. But... Mariah has a new single coming out this week, apparently. Oh, She's well, been working with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis on her new single, maybe even her album. She's got a new album that's supposed to be very wow. nostalgic, very <laughs> R&B, very, 
you know, legit Mariah. So <sighs> I will take whatever I can get. Mariah is yeah. also someone who like she has the legendary status and the resources and things, but she's also pretty like nigga. Or, yeah, like, nigga-friendly. Definitely. So I feel like she still does the work to, like, be as current as she would like to be mm-hmm. without it feeling incredibly, like, um, transparent and, and like, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. You know when, when they're, like, pandering to a certain... Oh, Yeah. You know, like, like I don't want to name names. Sure, why not? <laughs> Do it. There have been, like, you Do know, it. like, the Brandies. You know, we've had, like, you know, the S-dubs. We've had, like, uh, some of the girls have stepped out <laughs> and have tried to, like, do the TikTok of things. And it's like... You don't need to do that. The reason that these kids are familiar with their name is because of what you've established. Right. Remind them of why that shit is fucking sickening instead of, like, doing them if you can't beat them, join them thing. Mm -hmm. Fuck beating them. These kids are going to be elderly at some point. The fuck, too? Well, not elderly. But these kids are... Because they're not (laughs) old. But, like, these people are going (laughs) to... It is 1 a.m. It is 1 a.m. Don't take anything I say seriously. It is 1 a.m. So, but like, yeah, you know, like, I think that there are some artists who are like, how can I, like, meld the the best of both worlds or, like, make things work? And then I think there are some artists that are just like, sure, hit me with the TikTok thing, dress me up, and I'm going for it. And it doesn't work for everyone. Yeah. Um, but so I'm nearly always ready to at least see what, what Mariah is offering. Yeah. Same. Like there will never be a time where you tell me it's new Mariah Carey music and I'm gonna be like, oh, okay, I'm not gonna listen to that. Like that's never or going at to least happen. try. Right. Right. Like, like get the fuck out grew on me. Everybody knows I did not like it when it first came out. <laughs> you did like the rest of the album though. I mean, I, yes, because it's still Mariah. Like one thing Mariah is is consistent and you can hear her in her music every fucking time. And mm-hmm. so, you know, like mm-hmm. that lady is allowed to go through things I'm not going through and make music that I don't relate to. You know, that doesn't mean I don't <laughs> like it still. <laughs> like, so, right. so we get the fuck out. I legit did not care for it. And then it grew on me. And now every time I hear it, I think of niggas doing the electric slide. Thanks to you. And so now. You're welcome. And so now <laughs> it is um like a fucking barnacle. I just am attached to this song now. So that's all your fault. And um, to me, yeah, get the fuck out is Mariah's 7-Eleven. Yes, we know exactly that, that you could have gone above and beyond <laughs> exactly for this. Exactly that. But you wanted to just do a little cute something for us peasants that want to do a little shuffle. And I appreciate that. And then it's back to the talent. Yeah. Thanks. Yes, because if I had heard 7-Eleven without watching the video, I would have said, what the fuck is Beyonce doing? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm but I feel very certain that the first time I heard 7-Eleven was with the video and I was like this is the most iconic shit I have ever seen in my life. So mm. So I really the think the visual it. helped a lot there because it kind of sold it as like a bitch let's get drunk and pregame. Like this is like a let's get stupid and tipsy cl- and have fun at the house type of song. 
the club, I believe, is what sold me on 7-Eleven. Oh, but I bet it did. <laughs> pettiness sold me on Get the Fuck Out. <laughs> There's just something about like a soft, subtle, I'm not even trying Mariah (laughs) telling you to collect your things and evacuate the premises and don't ever come back. And I just appreciate her eternally for that. Mariah, I will always be thankful. Thank Thank you you so much. Of your powerful and immaculate category of music. I want you to say I appreciate so many. Heartbreaker. Um, Lead the way Mm. is something that the girls can only quiver and aspire to. <laughs> Do you understand me? Quiver and aspire to. I'm not even going to continue. I'm not even going to continue. We could do your features. We could go all the, the live long day. We could have a Mariah episode if we wanted to. I but mean, I just want to say, talk about one sweet the girls day. can say what they want to about <laughs> Get the Fuck Out. It has resonated in, in my spirit as a petty anthem, and I thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm grateful for her Let's, entire existence. Period. Period. Tiana Taylor has been announced as Maxim's number one on their 2021 mm-hmm. Hot 100. She's on the cover of Maxim currently in a a torn up wife beater like that crops up. Looking it's giving me um so good. <laughs> It's giving me Lil Kim in Def Jam Fight for New York. You either know if you know. If you don't, you don't. And then, like, some baggy camo pants. She posted this on Instagram with some of the other photos and things of that nature. Girls, this is just a giant flex. Tiana is fine. She knows it. Um, I just want to walk through (laughs) her um, caption. So she posted some of the photos, including the cover from the shoot on her Instagram. And the caption says, somebody pinch me, Maxim Hot 100, to be named the sexiest woman alive by literally living in the skin I'm in. Wow. (laughs) Stepping back in front of the lens has been a journey of self-reflection and self-confidence. Living up to the name and title of this shoot wholeheartedly made me nervous. As an entrepreneur, wife, a busy mother of two, and working behind the lens in my director bag, I tend to hide behind my sweats and vintage tees, my spiked tea glasses, and whatever hairstyle I've mustered up that day <laughs> under my the auntie's ink snapback. So as you can see, I don't have much time to be and feel this sexy. So let's just pull over. Let's yeah. stop at a red light. <laughs> Tiana has essentially said, girl... There isn't a day that I go without working my ass off, being sweaty, musty, raggedy to my standards. And yet, here I am, finer than you. When will you catch up, (laughs) is the question. I'm like, are we supposed to... On the one hand, like, I appreciate the realness of this caption. On the other hand, it's like, you do all that, and you're telling us that you don't even try to look as good as you do. That's what this whole thing... So... (laughs) Tiana continues. (laughs) This particular day, the day of the shoot she's sharing where she looks immaculate, (laughs) this particular day was dope. (laughs) Literally flawless. 
This particular day was dope because it made me see another side of myself. I had just dropped Junie off at school before heading straight to the shoot. Just for record, she has Junie spelled in all caps like we were just introduced to her in a screenplay, which I love <laughs> because it's like we all stand Junie. If you don't if you don't stand Junie, it's because you don't know her yet. Right. Um <laughs> exactly that. But she's just, she says, I just dropped Junie off at school before heading straight to the shoot. Sweatpants, a beanie, and an army jacket. My my hair wasn't done for a shoot because I planned on throwing on a wig and I didn't have on any makeup. But when I got there, the legendary at, I don't know how to say this man's name. It's French. G-I-L-L-E-S. I think it's French. Mm. Is it Gilles Ben-Simon? I feel like he was on America's Next Top Model. Oh. Goose. Yeah, I don't even want to try that. I feel like it is. We're going to say that's what it's something like that. But said, and I quote, let's shoot. I want you to stay in this. This is what the photographer, this is what the French fancy old man photographer in her sweatpants. I want you to stay in this. Let's shoot. I want you to say to this, stay in this. I said, huh? Well, let me at least start my makeup. As y'all can see, I barely had any lashes left. He says, no, my dear, this is pure. And in regular Tiana Taylor fashion, I said, okay, but look, a bitch doing her baby hairs. LOL. I was like, so let me understand this. I will be the sexiest woman alive in sweats and a scully? Um, I guess. As confused as I was, my heart also melted. (sighs) Tiana, do you have any idea how unrelatable this is? You rancid, (laughs) fine bitch. How dare you? (laughs) It's like the feelings are very relatable. However, the feelings paired with looking like that. It's the outcome, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the the fact that you showed up to a magazine Mm -hmm. cover shoot and they were like, don't worry about changing clothes and putting on makeup. Like, bitch, I could never... It is. As soon mm-hmm. as I get on set, they're like, take that bitch to the appropriate yes. rooms and please Tiana Taylor do something with that. Had the nigger audacity. <laughs> <laughs> she did. This to be this rude. goddamn good looking. This is rude. And then and on the cover where it says hot 100, number one, Tiana Taylor. The rest of hot us? out of 100, oh 100 God. women of influence. Maxim, Maxim, the magazine of bad I bitches, know. said Tiana Taylor is number one. And you are telling us, you didn't even have to add this insult to our injury. You said, you didn't. just you didn't so you know, <laughs> ju- thank you. She didn't. She could have saved this for group text, for our group chat. She could have told Iman this. She could have laughed about this with Junie. But she decided to share this with our butt ugly asses. Talking about some motherfucking... Oh, you know, girl, I ain't have no makeup on. My baby hairs wasn't done. I just, I tripped and fell into this outfit. And one of the most prestigious, legendary photographers and artists on the globe was like, you are literally fucking flawless. I have never seen a bitch as fucking gorgeous as you. Don't do anything to you, but stand in in front of this fucking camera. And you still beg to do your baby hairs? Tiana, how dare you? Do you know that we are ugly? Do you know that we are fat and ugly? Do you know it? Do you know some of us look like microwave potatoes? Do you do you understand that? Do you comprehend that? I know you don't. Because the fact is, they took them pictures of you and you still looked like that in them pictures. Washboard abs. 
Perky breasts. Go away. Soft, suscious lips. Leave me alone. Are you fucking kidding me, bitch? Are you kidding me? Honestly, how fucking dare you, girl? Like, (laughs) you owe us an apology. Allowing us to be this goddamn hideous. And you guys talking about, like, yeah, girl, didn't try. <laughs> At first, I'm like, oh, I bet a lot of moms can relate to this. You just don't feel sexy. You don't, you know, you feel like your energy goes everywhere else. And it's like, yep, right up until you told me that you showed up to this shoot and the photographer was like, oh, yeah, what you got on? That's fine. Like, <laughs> that's... <laughs> And sexy is... Okay, all right. I mean, the thing is, like, it's not a lie. It's not a stretch. It's not a reach. It isn't. <laughs> so, yeah, we. everyone else, yeah. Uh, yeah, deeply annoyed and also proud of you, girl. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you look at these pictures and you're How like, dare, damn, right. You look at bad. these pictures and you're like... I mean, I at least thought that they had, like... <laughs> dressed you and, right. like, did you up. Right, <laughs> She's like, I mean, when, she's I, like, when I'm not trying at all, this is what I look like. <laughs> this is literally what I wear to drop my baby off at school in the <laughs> fucking morning. I hate her. Like, like I have that same Who do you fucking outfit. think you it are? It do not look like that, bitch. At all. <laughs> if you could never was a living being. Oh, man. And she has the face for it, too. Like, such distinctive, gorgeous features. She just. All right. All right, Tiana. Okay. We get it. She finished her caption off saying, I say all of this to say in the true words of Audrey Hepburn. Oh my god. The beauty of a woman is not in facial mode. Don't but the truth do not do this. Another (laughs) classically gorgeous bitch. But the true beauty is a woman. Right. But the true beauty in a woman is reflected in her soul. It is the caring that she lovingly gives the passion that she chose. I know that she chose. Please shut the fuck up. The beauty of a woman grows (laughs) with the passing years. No. Then she says, embrace and love yourselves for who and what you are because only the purest hearts Mm -hmm. shine through. Mm -hmm. Yes, the purest hearts shine through. And yes, you are the beauty that you live and breathe and every woman is beautiful for all of the reasons and things. But then there are also fucking abs like yours no, and titties and hips and, and edges. That's some pretty bitch shit to say. Eyes and lips and fingertips. How it's dare you? It's easy to say, oh, the outside doesn't matter when everybody worships your outside. <laughs> Girl, shut the fuck up. How when you, you start put- your day having a fucking pop tart in a hot pocket, like- bitch, and we still want to look like you, yeah, then it's easy. Talking about, I don't exercise. I eat out of the vending machine every day. What? Shut up. Tiana literally wrote a book <laughs> in this caption about how she did not even attempt <sighs> to be this fine. I am offended, heartbroken, and dumbstruck. Yeah, I also I respect it. I really do. Yeah, I'm also a huge fan because she's fine. Because this is, yeah, this is a flex. All right, Tiana. We ain't shit. We get it. Yeah, we get it. Everybody. You remember we, when Chloe right. Bailey was like, hey, girls, yes. you ever look at somebody's profile after they talk <laughs> yes. shit about you and realize that all of these bitches are ugly and you're not? <laughs> she said, just just click on their name and, and open their picture and you'll feel a lot better. <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> 
Chloe barely literally got on Twitter like, the next time somebody tries you, just look at their profile. I promise you, you'll feel better. And niggas were like, no, Chloe, no. We all don't look like you. Hello. You are fine, and most of us are not. Right. There is that. Although a lot of Welcome to reality. really, really don't have the face to be saying. Yeah, nothing. they had no room. That is true. They definitely not nowhere close to as fine as Chloe is. It was the same when she was like, people bullying me about my body or whatever and, and feeling insecure about how fucking gorgeous and fine she is. I'm like, man, how, how... I feel like that's why a lot of, like, young people have trouble, like, growing into adulthood as stars because people just, like, give them a hard time. Right, and pick you apart. (laughs) grown-ups, yeah, like, and, like, that doesn't mean that, like, a lot of former child stars that ended up being, you know, um, hot messes, uncontrollable hot messes don't have to, like take accountability for that but i do think it is incredibly important for young stars especially young black and brown ones to have a solid foundation because people don't give a fuck about you and will unfairly pick you apart when it's like hello i'm just like someone who was i don't know 12 when you met me and i'm now like 20 and would like to be an adult and do the same shit that you do right like literally just over here trying to be a person just trying to grow up like everybody else and the internet can be extremely unforgiving not to mention unduly harsh and people taking out their own issues on celebrities because they feel like celebrities aren't real people anyway so it's not that i don't i mean i i empathize with her but at the same time it was like i'm looking at you and it's just crazy to me that you let niggas say anything to you like if i was you i would charge niggas to even speak to me (laughs) I think I would start cameo just to laugh at bitches. <laughs> <laughs> just to DM like, you me laughing at right. you. Right. I would be doing them them humiliation videos where I where I charge you like five hundred dollars for a thirty second clip of me telling you how trash you are and how you yes. don't deserve to breathe my air. If I looked and, like Chloe Bailey. <laughs> yeah. And it's a kink. Don't right. even tell me it's not. And they yeah. will pay for it and so be it excited about it. So like Yes, please. Yeah, congratulations to Chloe and Tiana for being <laughs> at other worldly levels of fun. So I saved some Portia drama in here because Lord knows I like tried my best to just come up with stories for the week. Portia, <clears throat> this whole situation. Portia and this Nigerian man are still going at it. And honestly, I feel like Andy Cohen is somewhere. Mm-hmm. jacking off with Robitussin and cocoa butter and laughing at nigger problems <laughs> and I feel like this is all his doing gross and I just I'm so like tired of it honestly like now this nigga Simon is saying that the girl Fallon or Phelan or whatever her name is was cheating on her and he posted some screenshots of a nigga that he says name is Jalen oh Jalen Phelan Fallon Jalen hmm whatever okay. yep. he posted some screenshots um, from security cameras outside his house of a nigga pulling up in a truck that he's saying that Phelan was cheating on him with. Um, and he captioned it, when I say I have receipts of a cheating wife, this is what it looks like. When Jalen Duckworth comes to my home on different days to sleep with my wife while I'm out of town in Miami. Doing what? Going and buying caller cabs with Portia? Right. I don't understand. <laughs> like, 
I'm done. Like, don't y'all have another season of this show where you can come and th- and, and uh, assault us with this information? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Furthermore, Portia gonna cheat on you with a better looking nigga too. So, you know, stay woke. She probably just won't <laughs> do it on the property. That's one. And then the Shade Room said that this, as it is, these screenshots are... um. These screenshots are tagged as in February. And he says that they separated. He separated from his wife in January. Hmm. So why can't she get a little bit of outside dick if y'all were separated at the time? Talking about some, well, I I I filed for divorce again after this. Again? So you withdrew it the first time in a you month? saw this and you I hmm. mean, maybe, but I don't know. It kind of seems implausible to me because it's hard for me to believe that a woman would have her side dick come to the house that she lived in with her husband. Unless she knows it's fuck this nigga today time. And I'm probably about to be out here anyway because we just shot the um, the Real Housewives of Atlanta yesterday. Right. Clearly this nigga has been fucking um, homegirl <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> like Obviously, Simon, like these pretty yeah. girls are occupying your space because you have the ducats and um, that's the lifestyle that they're trying to maintain. I don't believe that you are going to fuck a Phelan, Fallon, a Porsche, a, a, an Audi, a Mercedes, or a Benz. I don't think that you're going to be dicking down any of these girls. Maybe period. Much mm. less without them cheating on you with a better looking nigga. So you trying to like use these photographs of homegirl having trade pull up to the premises in February or whatever as an excuse of look at me or, or don't look at me in my weird timeline because homegirl was fucking other niggas. Good! Good! Right. Good for her. Because the math still ain't mathing. Even prior to February. I don't buy it. And the only reason that you came out here with these screenshots is because mama was on Zeus or Fox, Fox Soul or wherever the fuck talking about she got... She's ready to do her interview. Mm. So, yeah, she got her interview teaser coming out. Yeah. yeah. So I don't write, especially because I'm sure this man wasn't faithful to her during their marriage. I really don't care if she cheated on him. Of course not. And it all does still sound extremely fake. But, like, I just, it's really hard for me to believe that a woman would have her, her dick on the side come to the main house. Like, Unless you didn't give a fuck about money or alimony or however the prenup was going to go. Like, unless you just didn't give a fuck about nothing no more. It's really hard for me to believe that you would have your dick come to the the main house. Like, that just seems really crazy. (laughs) Let's keep it a buck. The girls are on the bench only for a while. This girl, the one that he's divorcing allegedly or whatever will very likely find someone else. Oh, yeah. To fill the spot that that nigga was filling. Mm-hmm. Portia will do the same when she's done with him as well. <laughs> because she will be. I right. give them, like, fall, winter tops. Like, maybe spring. What? Only if Andy is like, only if Andy was like, we need it at the reunion. But I, I truly don't give them 365 days. Wow. Um, but either way, like, she'll be fine. Portia will be fine. He'll be fine. Everybody rich. So this really all boils down to mess. Um, <laughs> right. And it just feels like most of the mess is on your side, Simon. So 
deflect all you want to. Oh. I don't feel no kind of way about Fallon getting fucked down at the um <laughs> at the house because the math still don't add up, especially if she was getting fucked in February, doll baby. Right. Because again, you and Portia, <laughs> it's still like either way you slice this, you ain't got no room to talk about her fucking son. At all. So no room. No <laughs> room. No room. So what <laughs> was the reason? Again, to drum up interest and get ratings up because Andy is behind this shit. That is what makes the most sense. If it sounds like a horse, it's a horse. Yeah, everybody's playing a game. It's like y'all seem to be trying to like one up one another. And it feels very much like this can be like a to be continued sort of thing, like a Rocky and Bullwinkle. Was it the be at the end? Well, didn't they have like to be continued at the end of every every single I'm one? I'm so tired. Okay, mm-hmm. we're done. So there's that. There's the Porsche thing. And also I had on here attached to do like a Real Housewives uh, transition that Candy and, and Todd's uh, Blaze restaurant um the health inspector gave them a C. <gasps> but <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I don't feel it. We, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Let's move forward. It is time now for Kid Fury's Sports Okay, so this week in our sports shorts, we're not going to talk about the playoffs. Okay. I did know that the playoffs are a thing that's happening. <laughs> did, did you? <laughs> the National Basketball Association playoffs. Proud of you. What happens in the playoffs of the National Basketball Association is that they play to see who's going to play the other girl mm-hmm. for HBIC. Who's going to be the Tiffany Pollard of the NBA? Exactly. And they do that by region. It's very Hunger Games. It's very like <laughs> My Hero Academia. And the girls, you know, they do so. and they're. Di- but that's not what we're here to discuss. Okay. We'll talk about that maybe another time. Okay. Great. Today we're talking about some sports that weren't official sports because you niggas are so desperate. We're going to talk about the Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather situation that took place this past weekend in Miami Gardens because, you know, if there's one thing that our cities will continue to do throughout the length of this podcast, it's embarrassing. So, (laughs) Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather had a fight in Miami this past weekend where thankfully Floyd Med- Floyd Mayweather agreed with Logan Paul's people to win. And so they uh, swung at one another this past weekend quite a bit. Um, Floyd won, I believe he uh, made around like 40% of his 100 some odd uh, uh, strikes. Mm-hmm. And... Logan Paul's number was up in the 200s while he only apparently connected a, a somewhere around 13% of his. Um, if you paid for to watch this fight or if you bet on this fight, 
God bless you. I care Why about you. you. I don't. But you know, like I don't know. I truly don't. This wasn't a fight that was sanctioned by anybody that matters or cares. The Florida State Boxing Commission did not acknowledge this. This isn't a fight that's going to go on either one of their records. This know, was literally right. some fucking Instagram blog ass bullshit that the girls were like, "Hey, let's do this because you broke, I'm broke. Let's get some money." And that is exactly what they did. Um, I guess I will say. To the white boy, he was he he stood up for eight rounds um, <laughs> with one of the arguably best fighters of all time. There is um, rumor that there was a point where Floyd knocked Logan the fuck out, but then also held him up so that he wouldn't pass out. If you want, you can Google this. You will easily find the clip. I'm sure. Oh, no. Logan, of course, the white boy protest this claim very profusely but if you watch what i watched bitch for free if you watch what i watched <laughs> i don't buy it because it looks like you went to sleep i'm talking about slumber party and that nigga held you up off of the ground like we had a deal so That happened. Miami was on fire because of it. And here we are, you know, wondering why any of this have even took place. Besides making Floyd Mayweather even richer than he already is. Right. And allowing for this white boy and his brother to be even further insufferable than they have already been. Um, I don't know. I really don't. I've, it, it's giving me, you know, Floyd agreed to do this because coins. Yeah. You know, um, Curtis said that the doll had been spending a lot of his money on strippers and Waffle House. And so I don't really, like, believe a lot of the things that come out of um, 50 Cent's mouth. But it's like, this was giving me desperation. Mm. And, and Logan Paul and his brother... Like they kind of give me like a like they remind me of like Bebop and Rocksteady. Something about them is like <laughs> very <sighs> just wild and destructive and and coke influenced, and they feel um, murderous. I don't care for Floyd Mayweather at all. I really enjoy boxing, and I still as great as his legacy is and things like that, I try to just keep Floyd Mayweather away from my conscious mind. And yet I still spoke to God this weekend because I knew that Floyd Mayweather needed to win this for black history and blackness. Oh yeah. No. And really for all of us. Yeah. It um, but no thankfully big enough to, to get him to lose. <laughs> I don't yeah. think. Yes. Thankfully, Floyd and, and those who care about him were like, no, no, we won't whoop his ass. We won't knock him out immediately <laughs> round one. We'll let him go the eight. But you're not going to win. We refuse to do that. His Everything about Logan Paul is trash. Like, he's large, um, which is easy to do. You can, you know, be born and then also go to the gym. But, like, his form as a fighter is trash. Everything about him was trash. And then by, like, I don't know, like the third round or so, it ended up just becoming Winnie the Pooh. It, everything was like hugs. It was very, what? I don't know, Teletubbies. It was very PBS kids. Everything was just like, oh, I can't fight. So let me hug you. Oh, let me check on your God. clavicle. Let me, you know, how are you doing? Let's talk about life and existentialism. <laughs> existentialism. Like every, it just became like, let's hug it out. 
Oh. Um, and sing the Care Bear song into each other's ears. If you paid for that fight, you know, God bless Why? you. It's been a Why hard enough year. That? Why would you do that? So, <laughs> you know. I mean, I literally would have not have known anything about this if you had not actually done this segment. So, <laughs> I'm surprised. That's why I'm here. A sports analyst in I cannot believe I'm saying this, but I actually did learn something from Kim Fury's You're welcome. It's about time that you admit it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm actually grateful for this segment today because I thought you were going to talk to me about the NBA (laughs) or the WNBA, Mm -hmm. and I was going to lay here and scream. Yes. So, but... Yeah, I was. I know everything about that as well. I know you do. Yeah, no, I know. And you just chose this one particular. Yeah, this is current. Yeah, this is very current. And you could easily talk about who's playing. You know, right now, whose game just wrapped up. I know you could, but. You won't, and that's okay. Absolutely. Hey, guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. But... If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. But I won't because right. this is sports shorts. Yeah. We're already going so long. And like, there's more. I mean, Chad Ochocinco Johnson also made his boxing debut in Miami this past weekend. Oh, wow. Where he got, you know, smacked around just a bit. But <laughs> most of us were quite Im- impressed by his endurance. Um, He oh actually God. might have like a promising future in boxing if he continues to train and taking it takes it seriously or whatever it was definitely giving like celebrity boxing 
up top, which is what the whole thing was since Floyd Mayweather was fighting a fucking YouTuber. But... (laughs) 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 Chad wasn't as bad as some people may have thought for a debut boxer or whatever, although he still did lose. But he did pretty well. I think he did better than fucking... Logan Paul did. Of course he did. I mean, of um, course he did. So, <laughs> okay. Well, good for. But that's them. it for for them and us in this sports shorts of ours. Then we're gonna come back and read your. I don't know why we need to leave the nigga that you're with or cuss mm-hmm. your mama out or get some money back from your friend. Yep, all that. Okay, folks, it's time to read your listener letters. I almost said the read. <laughs> Almost. I mean, we could just skip straight to the read if you would like to do that. You know, nah. We don't have to do the letters this week if you don't wanna. No, I'm gonna have to do it anyway. Okay. All right. Send oh, wow. your letters to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. This first letter comes from Destiny, who says, My brother and I grew up in the same household, but my extended family has always labeled my brother as a thug, and he grew up with a lot of added pressure on him that I didn't have. My mother was a single teenage mom and didn't have the emotional emotional availability to cater to my brother. So in a way, I kind of feel like a surrogate mom to him. I am in a long-term committed relationship with my boyfriend who has never liked my brother because my brother always comes to visit when he's broke and has nothing else to do. My boyfriend also does not understand the enmeshment dynamic that my family and a lot of other Black families have. In the past, my brother has asked me to pay his way and then treats my house like it's his, inviting people over without asking and borrowing my car to drive his friends around. Now I'm stuck in a hard place because I love my brother and I know that he has gone through a lot, but I don't want him to continue to invade my house three times a year when (laughs) all he really wants is somewhere to crash when he's out of work. In his most recent visit, he showed up with barely a week's notice, booked a one-way ticket to my house, and then told me that he would be staying with me for a couple of weeks. When I confront him about his behavior, he either makes up excuses, sidesteps the conversation, or gaslights me all while crashing at my house. My boyfriend at this point does not even want my brother to enter our new home when we move in together later this year. And I feel like that's kind of harsh. (laughs) How do I maintain a relationship with my brother while not letting him do nigga shit that causes problems within my relationship? Thanks, Destiny. Well, Destiny, it sounds like you need to be honest with your brother. Because it definitely sounds like I understand you wanting to be the difference in his life, at least this term, in terms of the family. Because you're saying that like other members of the family treat him differently and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but it also sounds like he is very. Uh, cognizant of the ways that he is taking advantage of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and that's not cool. Yeah. Uh, so, there, I think, are some very basic it doesn't matter who you are sort of things you can put in place. Like, hey, how about not showing up on my doorstep and telling me how the fuck long you're gonna stay in my house? That might be, like, you know, where we can begin. Let's start with boundaries and what they mean. Um, But then also finding ways to support him that are not, that don't include like room and board. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are ways that I can support you 
that can lead to you getting these types of things for yourself, for instance. Um, But there was something else in there that just like left my brain really quickly in terms of what um, your because I feel like your nigga, <laughs> like your man being irked by your brother's behavior and stuff like that. I completely understand, mm-hmm. but it's like you're. It is kind. Of, it's your responsibility, to like, to do something about it. And it just sounds like he's sort of taking a respond, not taking responsibility, but taking advantage of how much you care. So it sounds like you kind of gotta put your foot down. And let him know um, that you're willing to be there for him to be as helpful as you can, but that you an adult, he's an adult, and there are going to have to be certain boundaries put in place, certain like time, I don't think timeline is the right word, but like, you know, like if you come in to stay with me, you're not going to tell me how long you going to yeah. stay with me. You know what I mean? Tell me when it is that you would like to come and we can agree on a time that is, that works for me and hopefully for you, but mostly for me, yeah. that you can stay here. Um, There's just some people, especially family, they get way too comfortable mm-hmm. when you give them the space and the opportunity to do that. And then it becomes less of you helping them out and doing or doing them a favor and more so you like meeting this requirement that they've <laughs> that they've created for you when it comes to their life. Right. And that's a no. Yeah. I it's interesting because like you used, she used in this email, the word enmeshment. So I'm pretty sure she knows what boundaries are. <laughs> Sounds like it. And yet you, you seem to have this, this real like mental block up about like actually creating some or enforcing them. Cause you're saying like, oh, well, when I confront him about his behavior, he gets out of it somehow. But like he only gets out of it because you don't actually hold him accountable. You continue to let him do these things. And so he continues to do them. So I think, Mm -hmm. you know, you asked, how do you maintain a relationship with your brother while not letting him do nigga shit? But that's not really under your control. Whether you maintain a relationship with your brother is not really up to you. (laughs) How are you going to maintain the relationship with yourself? How are you going to maintain the relationship with your romantic partner? Like, and your boyfriend being irritated by this, I completely understand. Because if y'all are moving in together... Now it is your Completely. brother crashing into y'all space and not your space. So like, yes. whereas like if we are together, but not living together, then I can just be annoyed by your brother showing up. But ultimately that's your house. However, he's not coming into my house like that. So, mm. <laughs> so I, w- I completely get your boyfriend's irritation here. And you say, oh, well, he doesn't understand enmeshment issues, but like, I think he does understand them and he just doesn't tolerate them. And you do. Absolutely. Because like, I, totally I can understand agree. where you coming from and still be like, yeah, girl, but this is some bullshit. Like, I understand it. And also you should not be. This is not behavior that is tolerable. This is not acceptable behavior. Like your brother don't get to. You said he gave you barely a week's notice. That was barely a week to tell him that he can't come. So, yeah, I think your your real issue here is going to be telling your brother how you feel and then being like, and these are also the rules. Like, <laughs> you literally don't get to just show up here and tell me how long you stay in or none of that other shit. Like, 
you are going to have to respect my space and me as a person. And if he decides that that means that y'all can't talk no more, then that's really on him. Like, it's not on you to make sure that y'all maintain a relationship because this is not an unreasonable thing you asking for. It's very healthy, actually. So if he has an attitude with that, that's going to be his problem. All you can control is you and what you do. What are you going to prioritize? What are you going to take care of? Yeah, and I think you should prepare for deflections as well, because I don't think it will be abnormal. Abnormal if it becomes like, oh, so you're just going to do me like everybody else or like, oh, da, da, da. like I, I think you should prepare yourself for the possibility that um, a tactic m- from him may be to flip this around on you and make you feel like you're doing something wrong or something bad or whatever. And I, and you're not, I think that um, it's great of you to try and be supportive of, of your brother and to think differently and things like that, but it shouldn't be at the, uh, the cost of your own peace and personal life and things of that right. nature. So your own happiness, he's got to respect. Exactly. He's got to respect that you're an adult with your own life and your own shit. And try to um if he needs their help consider that and fit in get in where he fit in instead of just bulldozing his way into your life right and you can tell him all that while making it very clear that you're not saying that you're not going to like be his sister anymore or like (laughs) be somebody who loves and supports him but you also deserve to and truly need to take care of yourself so um, good luck having that conversation, but yeah, girl, I can't blame your man for his feelings on none of that. Sorry, sis. You are on your own with that one. So, mm-hmm. um, good luck. Let us know how the conversation goes. This next letter comes from Juju who says, I am 30 years old and I identify as a straight cisgender black woman. I have never had any type of romantic encounters with a woman before, but I am drawn to masculine energy. On occasion, I experience warm, tingly feelings in my private parts when I see studs, (laughs) but nothing has ever come of it. I never thought much of it or acted on any of these urges until about three months ago. While attending a work event, a friend of mine told us that she invited her sister who was gay and would probably flirt with some of the girls. Clearly, she said it in a joking manner and we all laughed it off, but her sister showed up fine as hell and giving big dick energy. So much to where Mm. I was sweating every time we made eye contact. Mm -hmm. But outside of a few words in conversation and some quick passing glances, we did not interact much. About a month after the party, my friend sent me a few screenshots with texts from her sister who was asking about me and saying how fine I was. So I told my friend to give her sister my number and we started texting that day. It started off amazing. We had so much in common. She was funny, witty and super flirty. So I was starting to dive headfirst deep into these feelings because I was really enjoying every single thing about this connection. We've we've only been able to hang out in person one time since we exchanged numbers due to our schedules and the pandemic. But these texts and FaceTime dates were always the best part of my day. A week ago, my friends were trying to get a feel on where my head and heart was, especially since this is my first lesbian encounter. I told them how excited I was about her and that I thought she felt the same, but I couldn't really be sure because we only hung out one time. That night I was talking to her like usual and she mentioned how she saw me out a year ago and thought I was fine, but didn't know me and didn't know how to reach out. She said, when I seen you again at that party a year later, I knew I had to have you no matter what. And I immediately went out and bought me some pride apparel because I just knew I was finna be celebrating this June. 
She said it. Ew. The very next day, she ghosted me. Oh, lovely. I thought it was weird that I didn't hear from her that morning, but I figured she was busy. So I gave her some space and I didn't text her until that afternoon, but I didn't hear anything back. I started to panic and me and my friends started to stalk her and her friends' social media pages. I wanted to cry. Multiple exclamation marks. All of her closest friends were going on and on about how they saved their nigga from falling from a straight saying stuff like fuck them bitches because they're not really about this life and basically bragging about how they convinced her to ghost me. I cried the entire weekend. I decided to give her some space and some time for myself to think so I didn't reach out for a few days. Then on June 1st, I said happy pride and she said thanks. (laughs) Um, That's not not funny. I am crushed. Mm, I have no idea what happened. And her posts on social media go back and forth from sad and I miss her to man, I'm a dog, I'm a savage. Oh. (sighs) I really don't know what to do. Should I let it go and move on or should I call her out? I'm so conflicted since this is my first and probably last encounter with another woman. I wanted Mm. your advice. Have y'all ever experienced something like this? What was your first gay heartbreak like as an adult? Girl, please. <laughs> the petty in me has me even briefly considering dating her fine ass daddy just to spite her. That's how mad I am. Yeah. I am heartbroken yeah. and distraught and confused and sad and pissed. Please help me. Mm. Lots of hands. Lots, Lots of, of exclamation hands. points. Love, Juju. Mm. Oh, you want to? I mean. <laughs> start us off. There's a lot here, sister. Um. First of all, fucking her daddy is incredible. Please do that. I love that idea. Yeah. Secondly, um, you asking me what my first gay heartbreak was like as an adult, but it wasn't notable because it was gay. <laughs> mm. It was notable because it was heartbreak. I had, I had never really been through heartbreak with a nigga. So... Yeah, not promised. I don't. Yeah, I don't really know how to help you as far as like, oh, my God, this girl rejected me because most of my romantic interactions have been with women. Um, But (sighs) the thing is, she was wrong for for ghosting you the way she did. Um, And you deserved better than that. People are allowed to leave us. I say it all the time. People are allowed to break up with you for literally whatever reason. Um, but they do owe you the courtesy of a conversation. Just this, unless somebody has been abusive to you, I don't believe in ghosting. I know a lot of y'all do that True. shit, but I just feel like it's really immature. And unless somebody has done something terrible to you, they just don't deserve that. So True. even though y'all were only talking for a couple of months in lesbian time, that's enough to fall in love. Um, so. Yep. So I do think you were owed at least that. And clearly she was conflicted about it if she's going back and forth between like, oh my God, I'm so sad. I miss her. And then, you know, her friends play some Drake for her and she gets out of that. Or maybe deeper into it. Don't really know. But like, I, at the same time, I feel like I can understand, I understand her friend's trying to save her from straight girls because I have tried to save my friends from straight girls. I was going to say I can, that. I can really understand that. Um, and 
you mentioned that you're 30. I'm assuming she's somewhere close to the same age. There's nothing wrong with like experimenting with your sexuality or whatever. Um, at whatever age we all come to it when we come to it, if we get there or if we ever need to. True. But I just feel like around that age, a lot of the dykes start being like, okay, like unless they are about to start making like the whole like, oh, I turned this straight girl out. Unless that's about to be like part of their personality. A lot of them are like, okay, if you can't at least call yourself bisexual, like if you can't admit that you like have romantic and sexual feelings for women, then I'm not about to invest my heart into this. So the fact that you mm. still identified as straight and both of y'all were clearly on the way to like doing something ridiculous, moving in in August or some shit, y'all were clearly going full speed ahead to a horrible decision. Um, I don't necessarily think it was wrong for her to pump the brakes on what was going on. Like I think women who are interested in other women can say, Hey, if you can't admit that this is how you feel about girls, then this is only going to go so far. Yeah. So I say, I mean, I said all that because I want to make sure, like, <laughs> I want to make sure I'm really clear that like, it was wrong of her to ghost you like that. Right. Like it was, and I see why your feelings are hurt. Your feelings would have been hurt if she broke up with you regardless. She could have done a perfect breakup. Right. You still would have been devastated. But you didn't deserve that ghost and shit. So what you need to do now is block her on everything. You need to block her social media, block her friends, tell your friends not to be monitoring that shit no more. Or if they do, not to tell you about it. Block her phone number and email and all that and focus on moving on. I don't think you have to swear off every stud for the rest of time or whatever. Like You can maybe try again with somebody who's looking for something sexual if that's what you're looking for. If you feel like, oh, maybe it's just the energy... And I just, you know, want to fuck a stud and see what it's like. Then just be open and upfront about that. But this sounds like maybe you were kind of interested in like dating and being in a relationship and being like an official thing. So, yeah. So and, and if that's the case, then maybe you need to start thinking of like identifying in a way that is not straight because <laughs> mm. because that's not really that's not very heterosexual of you. So. <laughs> I do think that at the very least, you're going to want to prepare for queer women, people to have a similar. I don't think it was right for you to be ghosted. I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel about her friends being like, oh, fuck that girl. She, you know what I mean? But like, I know friends that have been that friend mm. to other queer friends of ours that date girls like Ooh, especially with these because it is my god they fall in love with straight girls so easy <laughs> and if i can be honest i feel like society kind of gives women a bit more like quote-unquote straight women a little bit more leeway to like dip in and dip out like it's mm. one thing for like Girls to be like, I am bisexual or I stand in the fact that I am attracted to women versus being a girl that's like, oh, yeah, I fuck with girls or I fucked with girls before. But you don't like own it mm -hmm. or you don't like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I feel like there's like there are women that are comfortable being like, oh, I've messed with a girl before. Oh, she's fine. But like not really attributing 
any of that to their sexuality seriously, which is your prerogative. Like, you don't have to be like, I'm bi, I'm... You don't have to. It's not the law. But I do think that you have to recognize that for certain people, stud, whatever, however the fuck they identify, Mm -hmm. if they are... If they have, like, done the work to sort of, like, be comfortable with their sexuality and where they stand with it and stuff like that, you're gonna have to, I think... um, adjust to or acknowledge that some of them are going to be like, I'm good on that because I, at the very least, have experienced that it leads to a lot of confusion, a lot of blurred lines, a lot of I'm not really in it like that. There are a lot of people in the community, LGBTQIA, whatever the fuck, who experience this, where they're with someone who is not as comfortable with their identity as they are, and then it leads to problems that you would not like it to lead to that are unfair because you can't control them, you don't see them coming, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of people are even people's friends Mm -hmm. will be like, are you sure, girl? Because there are a lot of fish, there are a lot of fish in this sea that don't have, you know, that that layer to contend with. And so it may be unfair from your perspective, but just I I know where that comes from. And I think that you're probably going to want to do a little bit of like um, self-reflection and, and research and stuff so that you can move uh, appropriately going forward. Mm-hmm. You might need to just let this situation with this one individual go. I do think regardless of what their friend's said what their experience or their history may be you don't deserve to be ghosted i feel like even if they're like i'm not comfortable with this that they should have been able to communicate that to you um i think you deserved at at least that uh but as far as everything else is concerned i think that you you just gotta consider the fact that some of of the people in the community would don't want to jump through hoops and go through all of the potential subterfuge and drama right. of dating someone that, you know, is not clearly and blatantly identifying as a member of the alphabet. Right. Like you said, you were falling, you know, head over heels for this person, but you still identified as straight. And so I think the identity part of it is probably what was like the red flag for her friends, even though I feel like they're probably a bit immature <laughs> um, with the way that they were talking about it. And then also, I'm sure they also encouraged her to ghost you. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. As opposed to just saying something, which is, again, very immature. But um, I, yeah, I, I can, I, <laughs> I feel like I want to warn you, a lot of you girls, um, feel like you are attracted to masculine energy. Um, and that's real. Like I said, I am also attracted to masculine energy, but Me too. I am attracted to masculine energy regardless of the the body of the person who, who possesses it. Whereas some of you have a strong preference for certain genitals. And most studs have got a real live vagina waiting on you underneath them clothes. And so you might be attracted to what you see on the outside and completely forget that what you're going to encounter face to face (laughs) is going to be different. And it may not be what you um, expect it to be or what you're ready for sexually. It may be, but it may not be. So 
the fact I think I think you just have to do some self-reflection here. Ask yourself, like, was this a curiosity thing? Was this a sex thing? Was this a do I feel like? So listen, guys, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important. And I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. I am ready to like f- fall in love with women, maybe marry a woman be exclusive with a woman like any woman and not just this one like i think you have to do some some reflection here but if you just want to try it out sexually trust me trust me sweetie there are thousands upon thousands of young Mm. sirs out there who will absolutely give it to you and let you see (laughs) there there are so many who will let you take a ride (laughs) and you know a little test drive and see if this is the car for you but there are some who are looking to not have that experience and really want somebody that they feel like they can build something with and it's pretty impossible to feel like you can build something with somebody who cannot even admit to themselves or other people that their identity has changed so I think you got to figure it out for yourself first. Um, but regardless, you didn't deserve this treatment. So you need to block this young man and and move on with your life. Pick up the pieces yeah. and figure out where you go from here. Um, I agree. Yeah. Best of luck to you, Juju. I think maybe we should end the yep. questions right there. All right. If you have a question for us, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. And it's time to wrap the show up now with the read. I will begin because I don't have a crazy amount of work to do. (laughs) Okay. I just have three quick things. First, Google. Um, Oh, Lord. I'm tired of when I search for something, your frequently asked questions shit spoils what it is I'm looking for. Have you ever noticed that, like, if you put in something, let's say the name of a show, like, Blackish, Google will be like, Blackish, people also ask, why did Rainbow die at the end of last season of Black... Rainbow doesn't die. Oh but, like, I'm just saying, right. like... Oh, God. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just, please. But, but like... I've noticed that when I Google stuff that like are like media shows, films and stuff like that, Google will always have at the top, at the top of the page. People also ask, hey, 
Did you know that the main character of that show actually dies in season three and that they're taken over by this other actor who then comes in and dies in season five after they murder the recurring character that you've <laughs> loved since episode two? It's like, girl, why are you, what are you going to do about this, Google? Why did you ruin this for me, sister? What's that about? 11 seasons of Shameless. Do I need to watch them now? Oh, no. It didn't really su- it didn't really ruin anything, thankfully. I guess some of these are just dumbass questions that the internet asks and it's a lot, not always correct. So Oh, okay. Oh, thank God. <laughs> But still, some of them are still like they open the doors for things that are coming because they're questions that you bitches had based on something that you saw at the end of season three. And bitch, I don't understand why Google needs to pin that shit at the top of the fucking page. Somebody do something about this. Even though I do hope this character dies on Shameless because Lord knows I can't stand. Actually, like, Shameless is written for you to hate everybody, I think. Mm-hmm. Except for Joan Cusack's character because she's fantastic. Anyway, so that's that. Secondly, let's see. I actually didn't even look up who develops Injustice to Mobile. Oh, no. A video game. So, Injustice 2. The video game is made by made by NetherRealm Studios, the same company that makes Mortal Kombat and has been making Mortal Kombat since we were tiny tots. There's a mobile version of their game, Injustice 2. The Injustice franchise features DC comic book characters in the same vein as Mortal Kombat. Superman, Batman, Catwoman, uh, Robin, etc. All fighting each other, beating the shit out of each other and blowing one another up. It's Pride Month. And what that means is that many corporations are, you know, capitalizing off of it and trying to suck every single dime, penny, and doubloon out of your faggot-ass pockets so that they can use it to continue to, you know, oppress us come July 1st. So, what the developers at uh, over at Injustice 2 Mobile decided to do was say, hey guys, it's Pride Month. We're going to celebrate by giving you an in-game event where you will fight Poison Ivy because Poison Ivy is one of the few LGBTQ characters in DC Comics as well as our roster of characters, right? So you are going to fight Poison Ivy, beat the shit out of her, and the more that you win, the more (laughs) points that you get to then spend on, I don't know, braids or whatever the fuck in the game. Oh, no, not braids. (laughs) Not that, but like... Hey guys, this is what we're doing, right? Yeah. So obviously, people with sense were like, "Hmm, not a great great idea <laughs> for you to take the queer character, the queer female character, and make the Pride Month event beating her fucking senseless over and over again to accrue points to spend on fashionable clothes and armors and i don't know uh, anklets and things of that nature of course the developers apologized and and all of that other stuff and said oh my goodness we never intended for this to be the thing and we just we love the Poison Ivy so much, and we've taken it down, and we're so sorry. And How did nobody, 
Like, did nobody think about this? Poison Ivy is a playable character in the game. Why didn't you just make the challenge, play as Poison Ivy, and beat the fuck out of everybody else in the game? Why not that? Here's what they said. We recognize associating our latest global challenge with pride was insensitive and inappropriate. Real-life violence against the LGBTQIA plus community and women within that community in particular is all too common. And we should actively engage in efforts to end LGBTQIA plus violence and not normalize it. We apologize to the greater community, but especially the same letters members. We are committed to listening and doing better. Fuck that. Girl. Because this really never needed You really needed the community to be the ones to tell y'all that this was a badass idea? This is the problem with you dumb bitches in the first motherfucking place. And me and all of my pessimistic, dark-hearted, 33-year-old gay, like, years and lives and molecules was like why the fuck do we even need to be doing this shit in the first place who the fuck needs a target sponsored rainbow colored short set none of us but then i realized i am i am gay i'm old and i have been gay publicly and openly for many many years every single june pride means something immense and spectacular and powerful to someone right just because i have been out or whatever talking about dicks for you know a decade or whatever doesn't mean that every single summer every single pride month it is something really really impactful and important to someone else so i recognize that these weird ass rainbow sun dresses rainbow shakes at the shake shack Rainbow muffins. Oh my god. Rainbow dungarees. Everything at Target. <laughs> rainbow socks. Rainbow contact lenses. Rainbow <laughs> air fryers. Rainbow pomeranians. Rainbow bacon. Rainbow like glass. Like I understand while that all nauseates me and drives me inexplicably like bonkers. It is powerful to someone and it is probably necessary for those of you who need something last minute before you get to the parade. Fine. Fine. Let Target and ASOS and and, and Express and H&M and whoever the fuck Mm -hmm. sell you all of the fucking rainbow socks and, and lanyards and tank tops. The least, the least that you motherfuckers could do, especially if you're going to leave our gay asses to the fucking wind when July 1st comes around. The least that y'all could do is spend a little more than six minutes thinking about the way that you're going to pander to us. Beat the fuck out of Poison Ivy. That was the idea. You should have saved this weird-ass, fake-ass, dumb-ass graphic topology because nobody's fucking buying it you clearly didn't even this wasn't even nuanced or complicated all you had to do was make first of all i have this game i have this game there is like oh no there's always no less than like eight different challenges that you can take part in at one time every single day to get different rewards Sometimes they're like, play as this character. Sometimes they're like, you can play as any character you want. Sometimes the challenge is play as one of these three, four, five characters. So the challenge could have easily been be Poison Ivy or Harley Quinn, who was also bisexual or pansexual, queer, 
be one of those characters and beat the fuck out of everybody else. But someone was like, no, let's just kick the fuck out of the queer girl. Keep your apology, bitch. Uh, y'all, I've already read Netherrealm, Injustice, Mortal Kombat, and everybody else <laughs> for reasons like pandering to marginalized communities and then also at the same time being like, but yeah, we really only care about white ca- white faces and white shit. And we just put in like the colored folks because if we don't, y'all will complain. So the Injustice game, games, Mortal Kombat, all y'all could have been kissed my ass. Um, and this is just further reason for you to. Last but not least... Um, I just want to quickly say that spelling and grammar go hand in hand with shade. Interpret that in however you will, however you would like to. Uh, proofread. Proofread. That's the message. Who, spelling and grammar. Who did it? <laughs> go hand in hand with shade. It's very hard. I think I know that a lot of y'all feel like you're doing it. And some of these Instagram blogs or the viewers of these blogs don't require much when it comes to actual, you know, uh, knowledge of the English language or whatever language you speak. But your shade, your read, it's not going to stand firm. It is not going to stand stable mm. if your spelling and your grammar is off. And a lot of the time, it's very easy to get that in 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 chat. I'm done. Mm, well, I <laughs> truly wish I knew exactly what you was talking about here because I feel like I want to see it. But mm. all right, well, just I'll 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 ask you about. Oh, it was like I saw something that Bow Wow said something slick about um, the other one, Soldier Boy. I guess their verses hasn't uh, happened yet. But he said something about him having braids that looked like he was about to get a sew in. But he spelled <laughs> he spelled so. And you see how that's funny and it's true. <laughs> the problem is he spelled so in S O W. Oh no, Sal. Sal. That's something like else. Yeah, that's something else. Yeah. That that that's a whole different yeah. word. Damn. Yeah. Now I see exactly what you mean. Almost. <laughs> Because that is good. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish you had, yeah. you know, spelled so, but it's fine. Um, I also don't have a lot this week. Um, I just want to remind this stupid, greedy, selfish, white supremacist, hateful ass, oppressive ass nation that we don't have a labor shortage. We have a greed problem. When billionaires are getting richer than they ever were before and earning like another, no, I'm sorry, not earning, yanking another $2 billion in net worth while everybody else is fucking drowning and 80% of the country is asking uh, Joe Biden for monthly stimulus checks and shit. The issue is not that y'all can't find work. All these Republican governors saying that they go, and I think even a couple of the Democratic governors at this point, saying we cutting off the extra unemployment insurance benefits that the feds are giving because y'all need to get y'all's asses off of the dole and back into the fucking office and all this shit. Mm. The problem is that people can make more money on unemployment than they do at work. Why would that ever be the case? Why should that be the case? Why is it? that y'all are so like bound and determined to make sure that people stay earning poverty wages. Of course, if they can avoid doing that and somehow bring in more money, they're going to do that. If you want workers, try paying them. Y'all have the fucking money because you're getting richer. You have it. So fucking spend it. 
all these people. And that's I'm, and for that, I'm really talking about the people who have no choice but to work outside of the home. But for the people who have jobs that can be done remotely, y'all are going to have to also understand that a lot of people over the past 18 months, and I would venture to guess a lot of black and brown people in particular, are super glad to not be in the office with y'all no more and having to deal with the way y'all act in these fucking offices. I bet a lot of people are glad that they don't have to go every day and deal with the white woman trying to share her cat hair casserole that she brought from home and don't have to worry about some white boy touching they fucking braids or somebody acting like they don't understand how we've worked or somebody coming up to them for every possible question about anything to do with black people. And like, I bet, I bet niggas are so glad to be free of the microaggressions that a lot of them are even more productive at home and doing better work than they ever did before. And all they really need is to figure out a viable childcare situation or get their kids in school somehow. And this would be the ideal fucking setup, not having to spend money on fucking commuting to work and burning up gas and spending one, two, three hours a day or more getting just getting back and forth from that bitch not having to juggle a trillion meetings and then try to rush out of school or rush out of work real quick to go pick up the kids and drop them off here and do that like I bet a lot of people are saying you can either figure out a way to make sure that I don't have to come up in that bitch on a regular basis or you can find somebody else to do this job Mm -hmm. I bet they are not to mention the money saved by not having to do all that extra bullshit. Perhaps this country should focus on its people and like by its people, meaning the general overall population and not just the very small handful of extremely wealthy people who are gouging the rest of us for every single thing that they have. Not Jeff Bezos taking his big stupid ass to the fucking moon and shit. What kind of shit is this? You trying to tell me Amazon workers oh. don't deserve a living wage when this nigga is going to the moon for funsies? Bye, girl. The moon used to be Bye. something for astronauts. It used to be something for scientists. You had to be a bad bitch, a specialized bitch to, to book a it flight to, to the moon. For the bear and the big. Like, house. that is that's not all that I know. That is not no rich nigga shit. That is like you had to be somebody who knew the fuck about space. Like you had to, this, hey, this was really space funny. had to be yeah, your whole like job. That. You were supposed to be the type of nigga who cared about space from when you was a child and you sat there and you hid and figured your way all up through NASA. And now, well, Jeff Bezos wants to go to space. So, of course, we're going to figure out a way he probably bought his own ship. And so now he's <laughs> Amazon Prime from the fucking moon, girl. I don't know. But like you're trying to tell me. That all the people who make Amazon what it is don't deserve enough money to like pay their rent and feed their kids. But Jeff Bezos deserves to go to the moon. No. For the fucking hell of it. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm just (laughs) so worn out and exasperated with all these different white talking heads, conservatives, all these, um, well, you know, I, I care about people, but fiscally conservative types. I'm so tired of all these people acting like the problem is that can't nobody find good employees. No, the country is full of good employees. The problem is that y'all don't make it worth the fucking while. 
it's like not only do you want people to to go through hell, you want them to do it and then not even be able to take care of themselves and be away from their family and friends and people they actually want to hang out with to go deal with you. Make it make sense. Every day. Overtime. S-I-N-C-E because that's how y'all <laughs> Random harassment at work. Wouldn't you like to come do that for $8.15 an hour? Oh, and if you're unemployed and you come in here for an interview, we will turn in your name to the state because unemployed people aren't allowed to say no to employment. So if you reject this job offer, even though we're paying you $7.63 an hour, we can have you kicked off unemployment because how dare you? How dare you? The shit is broken, y'all. We went through a fucking pandemic and even now shit is not really safe. And yet... Pretty much every state is saying, oh, well, fuck it. Get vaccinated. And if you still get sick, then uh, we tried. Like, (laughs) what else does this country have to go through for us to finally start giving a fuck about people? What all has to happen? Because this shit is not sustainable. It will collapse. You could prevent that by just paying people fair wages and not being such a greedy Greasy dickhead. Mm. It really could be simple. Y'all refuse to let it be that way. And so I'm disgusted. It really could. It really could. And like people are getting to the point that people who have the freedom to do it, they're just quitting. They're just saying straight up, I'm not like, I'm not doing it. Either the position is fully remote or I will go somewhere else. You're going to have to adjust or else the shit will fall apart. (laughs) So stupid. I'm done. I just want y'all to stop acting like you don't understand what's going on. People don't want to be poor. Would you do that job for $9, $10, $12, $15 an hour? No, the fuck you wouldn't. You wouldn't get out of your bed for anything less than $3,000 a week. And you're wondering why people don't want to work. Girl, fuck you. I completely missed out on whatever you was doing over there. I have no idea. It's hysterical. But I just had to get it out. So, yes, I, I am done. Disgusted, as always. And that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read and our website, thisistheread.com. You can find our merch at shoptheread.com. Anything from you before we leave? <laughs> um, I just want to say... Um, Unbelievable. Today, right here, right now, we'll love again. Oh. We've already found someone. <laughs> Today. Now I want to rewatch right that. Here, <laughs> right now. We'll love again. We've already found someone. <laughs> Go watch Steven Universe and take care of yourselves. We will see y'all next week. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., 
a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must-listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.